God. This is great radio. Mm, I don't think people are going to hear this part. Hello and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey friends. Hello and welcome to episode 39. Today we are talking about the call of the road. But first, let me remind you very quickly that we also have a substack. It's lettersfromtheroadpod.com. There you can subscribe to get two letters in your inbox every week for free. You can also upgrade your subscription if you so choose. Let us know you like what we're doing and become a pen pal for $5 a month, $40 per year, or $100 per year for a founding member. You get to join the pen pals discord and commune with our fun pen pal group there. You can also um, participate in whatever bonus content we come up with for you guys. And it's like a once a month-ish kind of thing. Absolutely. So uh, it's a surprise bonus content. You never know what you're going to get. Because <laughs> we never know. <laughs> Last month, it was virtual happy hour with the team. It was a great, great time. So, <laughs> the team. I the love team. it. I love it. The team. The pin We're team. building something here, guys. Come on. <laughs> get in on the ground floor. It's time to be a pen pal. If you. New year, new you. Let's be a pen pal. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> First, what are we drinking tonight, Clay? Ah, finally, we're having glue vine. Oh my God, yes. It's so good and it it's, tastes like Christmas. It's delicious. It's so, warm. Do you know what glue vine is? Uh, is it wine made of glue? <laughs> no, thank goodness. Glue vine is hot, spiced, or mulled yes. wine. Yes. Often red wine, but we've had golden glue vine. Yeah, a white variety. Which tasted more like cider, but was still really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the classic red, and it, yeah, it tastes like Christmas. You several years you made mulled wine at home. Yeah, at I've Christmas always time, made mulled and, oh cider, gosh. and so I started making some mulled wine. Sometimes it was good. Oh my gosh, it's so good! Mm-hmm. I love it. So this is from Bergdorf Cellars here in Leavenworth. Yes, and you can go in there and have it there. They'll even give you a sample. They gave me a sample, and you can bring a bottle home. Yeah, and it's warm great. it up at home. It's great. The twist up bottle, you pour it in your pan and heat it up. No work. All the fun. So delicious. Oh my we gosh. I love it. So we've been enjoying that and some yes. fresh baked sourdough. Yes, Clay's been on his sourdough game. It is awesome. Still a bit underproved. Or oh sorry, overproved. Yeah, today. a bit, but it was, and it underbaked. was tasty. It's a bit stodgy. Well, a little bit, but it's still very good. It's very good. Flavor of sourdough goes so well with this type of thing, I think. And as far as what we've been up to this week, we've been skiing. And, and uh, snowboarding. And snowboard. Clay decided to do snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> we did that on Friday. Yeah. Um, friends, I had a, if you remember, I had a hard time with my first ski lesson. Just didn't feel natural and I said okay well riding a snowboard might feel more natural since I can sort of skateboard a little um I'm happy to report it doesn't I mean well it's complicated it does but man I fell a lot 
<laughs> probably more than I fell on the skis, which I kind of expected because that's just like part of learning to ride. ride. But yeah, <laughs> I fell so hard a couple times that I am like sitting on a pillow right now because my tailbone is severely bruised. He's like, did I break I did it? not want to do a lesson again today. No, yeah, so the girls and I went back for a lesson today. So a third lesson. On my second one, I got on the chairlift, which was fun. Um, I did minorly panic on the steep part of the green, green run. <laughs> There's a bit of a steep part on this green run at the at this mountain that we're at. But I think it's awesome that you went up there. I don't think I'll be up there for ages. <laughs> it didn't go up today. We were working more on like skill stuff with our um, instructor today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the littlest went up today. Mm-hmm. She went up on the chairlift. Loved it. She is, she's a skier. Oh, yeah, for sure. Both of our kids are. Yeah. We all are kind of taken to it. It's fun. For sure, except me. Uh, you'll get there. <laughs> I'm having fun anyway. <laughs> I just kept cracking myself up and like getting a little bit frustrated every single time I fell. And man, I don't know if it's like where my weight is distributed or what, but like, mm, my teacher, my instructor was so good. It's like, this is how you do toe slip. This is how you do a heel slip. This is how you do your turns. You just got to go for it. And man, I went for it. And I went down just about every time. <laughs> I don't balance. think he knew what to do with me. He's like yeah. 17. I'm this like 38, like literally twice as a 38 <laughs> year old guy, like falling all over the place. He's like, oh man, are you okay? Let me get you. Let me home. I'm like, no, you don't have to like run to my side, man. It's all right. I'm okay. Uh, I'm not sure I was okay, but yeah. you know, I'll be out there again. Just not today. I, I fell a few times today. I, I have a tendency to fall when I'm standing still, which is really fun. <clears throat> um, it's actually really hard to stay still on skis or a snowboard. Yeah, it's not great. I don't like, I don't yeah. like that. Moving is There's better. kind of like a, a, a slope, they call it. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you're familiar. And it's like, it's a little like wet, slick. Oh my God, the snow has been bad too. It's not. Oh. Good. So we got dumped on. Uh, yeah, we got dumped on. Uh, so we got like a foot of snow, maybe more. Put, like I, I want to say, I got the Christmas lights up just under the wire. Um, friends, <laughs> that's not exactly true. I, I stand by it. The snow starts like pouring down while he's on the roof, and he's not even got the lights really up at all. He's still putting the hooks up. And it was not pouring when I was putting. Okay, it was. Time, Clay, yeah, it I was, was almost on. I had it to stop. Was. Okay, I did have to eventually stop putting the hooks on because they wouldn't stick anymore because there was snow. And then on he the put all the, the lights up. I friends. I was fine. It was so slick up there. I could hear him squish, like squeaking. What are you talking about? I was on my stomach. Well, you made squeaky sounds. <laughs> it sounded like you were squishing up there. It no. was yes. I was down here. I could hear it. I was. Oh my god! It freaked me the f out. Oh, I bet I know. It was. It was probably me unrolling the lights. Oh, I don't know. It was the terrifying. Spool was plastic I against was, the roof. I was. I like, was so worried he was gonna fall and hurt himself for the damn Christmas lights, and I didn't care that much about outside Christmas lights. It's cute. It's nice. I'm glad we have them, but not enough to like risk life and limb i really wanted to do this it was this already year. after he hurt his butt so he's like up there like messing around when he should just be resting i didn't i mean i was determined stupid <laughs> i was determined he's like don't call me stupid and i was like i'm sorry there was a 
a dad in my neighborhood when I was a little kid who fell off his roof putting on Christmas lights and was paralyzed for the rest of his life. Yeah, okay. I was fine. <sighs> I Well, I was very cold and wet by the time I was done. Yeah, I think you told me you froze your nuts. <laughs> very much so. Yes. Yeah. Laying in, in, <laughs> in like fancy sweatpants because Fiori is fancy sweatpants. Yes. Um, laying on your roof of your rig with snow falling on you and fancy sweatpants is a recipe for like cold, wet legs and nether regions. Yes. Anyway, I was so peeved. I was like, I cannot believe you're still up there. Get down. Fuck the Christmas lights. Like, get down. I got it done. And they look, they look nice. They're cute. They look good. Ah, so he's not even happy with them. Well, yeah, they're, just, they're a little underwhelming. Anyway, that was <laughs> Adventures in Winter Camping. We also had our first kind of um, water freeze issue. Mm, that's true. We had gone an entire month yeah. with, with some freezing weather and snow. It got pretty cold for a few days, yeah. yeah without any issues. Yep. But was it this morning? Oh, my gosh. No, it wasn't this morning. It was like was it yesterday, yesterday morning? Yesterday, I think, yeah. Well, it was whenever... It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday morning before I put the lights up. No. Yeah. That w- yeah. yeah, it was because it wasn't snowy yet. Yep. Yeah. So I woke up, you know, stumble into the bathroom going, ow, 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 ow. I shouldn't have done that. Why did I try snowboarding? I'm too old. I stumble into the bathroom, use the restroom, try and flush. No water. It's like, oh, someone like someone messed up their spigot and they had to turn off the water for the whole park. And I go outside and I'm like, mm, that someone was me. No, I didn't mess up the spigot, but we did freeze our hose because our heated hose failed. Yep, we kept tripping the GFCI with it. As soon as you plugged it in, it it had a short in it, obviously. Yep. I don't know how. It worked for a month. Yeah. But... We had a theory from our neighbor. Yeah, uh, our neighbor gave us some insight. That I guess if you put a heated hose, like if you cross it over itself, the heated wires in it can burn each other up. Burn each other up over time, which is a a really nice thing to know. And maybe if I'd read the instructions or something, I would have figured that out. I'm sure it had instructions. The box was super beat up. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, they're friends, not cheap either. That was one hundred and fifty dollars down. Well, because it was a fifty footer. Yeah. Because we had no idea when we bought it where the water spigot was going to be in our site right. compared to where our hookup was going to be. And we have a forty foot rig, so twenty five. Anyway. And our water so, is our city water on this rig is like very much at the front of the rig. So if the water is way in the back of the site, right? But it's not. It's right there actually. So yeah. we were crossing it over itself a bunch of times. Yep. Under the rig. Yep. <laughs> and so. Yeah, I'm room. sure that's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we I mean, we had another hose. It was fine. Yeah. We put water in the fresh tank, which as long as it doesn't get like really, 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 really cold, it's not a problem. It isn't and we have a we have tank heaters, so we turn those on. It's mm-hmm. fine. But I mean we ordered another one. Because yeah. it's it's nice to be on hookups and not listen to our annoying. Oh water my pump. god, the water pump in this RV sounds like a freaking jet engine. Yeah. No, we don't really feel like we're camping much until we've got the water pump turned on. We're like, oh, are we out of water yet? But yeah, so I was out there with a the hairdryer 
That's a, yeah. Oh, also a good thing to know. If you freeze your hose hair trying to winter camp, just bring a hairdryer out there. It took me like 60 seconds to get it unfrozen. It yeah, didn't no take long at all. Um, But yeah, it, oh my gosh. I was so like, seriously, Camco. Well, I guess it was user error, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Get another one. We won't cross it over itself. Let's see if it lasts the rest of the winter. That would be nice. But yeah, quick, if not a little bit expensive. Yeah. Hopefully fix for our first minor issue. We're kind of minorly inconvenienced for a minute. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have, knock on wood, no other issues whatsoever. We've dealt with a little little bit of mold. That's true. There was a lot of condensation on the windows. Yeah, so we're working on sealing off the windows a little bit better and Mm -hmm. um, getting some more dehumidifiers and nipped that in the bud stuff going um yep. it's weird because our main room where we've got the fireplace going and there's fewer windows the humidity is only ringing in at like 45 percent. yeah so I, I don't think that's enough to cause any mold or anything it's just the bedrooms get a little more damp i guess because we sleep in there and it's not where the fireplace is and stuff it was so nice in the Mantis. We could just crack a window a tiny bit. Yeah, it worked really well. We could have a fan cracked if we had a cover on it. Ah, yes, but uh, snow would come in. Well, that's what the, you get the ones with the cover. And it's like a little wet. You get those like Max Air uh-huh, uh-huh. cover things that like sit on top and then you can leave them cracked without Ooh, snow getting in. And stuff. Fancy. That's why people have those. Yeah. Oh. And you can leave them open while you're driving easier too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Learn something new all the time. Yeah. It'd probably okay. be worth getting. No, it wasn't. There was no like mold on mattresses. There was no, no like damage to anything. There it was, was a little bit like of a tiny bit on the metal on the windowsill. Yep. But like needed to be cleaned up. Yeah. Got some 409 in there, you know. Got it taken care of. Yep. So that is kind of our winter, winter camping adventures for this week. Woohoo. Adventures. We had fun. We skied, snowboarded, hurt ourselves. Mm, Drink mulled wine. You hurt yourself. I'm sorry. The kids had snowball pr- fights. I hurt my pride a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll be good. I feel better now. My lesson today was better. Yeah. yeah. But it's a lot of fun. I'm already like, ooh, how much is it to buy my own skis? Oh, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, friends. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. Skiing's expensive. It is. It's fun, though. Mm-hmm. I like it. But this week, it's not about hobbies. Oh, wait. No. First, before we go to the letter. Yes. We wanted to do the flashback. The flashback series. So we're continuing our series of our Northeast travel series from 2022, where we were traveling in the Northeast with our Cougar Fifth Wheel. And uh, last week we talked about New Hampshire, and from New Hampshire we went to Maine. Um, Maine reminds me a lot of Washington, actually. Oh my God, yes, in like so many good ways. Yeah, I love it. So a few things. I think we'll, we'll slow this down a little bit. We've been going kind of two weeks at a time, but we did a lot in Maine. I think we'll talk just one week at a time, at least for now. We might do group a couple weeks together again. But the first place we went in Maine, their very first night, and I think this is recommended for literally everyone, Mm-hmm. Um, is Booth Bay Craft Brewing. Mm-hmm. It is a Harvest Host. It is also a small RV park, and I think I would stay there with the RV, um, like in one of the hookup spots. Oh yeah, for I longer. Loved it. I loved it because um, the night we were there was just so fun. There was like we were 
we were in a harvester spot, but like in their campground, basically. So we were like, we had neighbors who were camping there. The kids were running around. All of the neighbors were super chatty. Almost everyone was up at the restaurant mm-hmm. when we were up there. There was live music. One of the best pizzas that we've ever had. Yeah. Amazing Seriously beer. Great. The people were so kind and so fun. It's run by a couple of brothers. One of them like runs the brewery and one of them runs like the campground part of it. Mm-hmm. And like <clears throat> they rushed out to greet us when we got there. I know. Like we just... were like their only like harvest host, which basically no, meant... there were two. Oh, there were two. Mm-hmm. Okay, which basically meant we weren't paying for our campsite, but they were like so happy we were there. Oh, they love harvest hosts. They're a huge yeah. part. Like it was hilarious because when we talked to last time we talked to Joel, yeah, who is the CEO of Harvest Host, mm-hmm. um, who we've met a couple times uh, through different things. <laughs> Whatever, everyone knows Joel. Joel knows everybody. Right? Everyone's no met Joel. Yeah, go on, uh, go on. <laughs> the last time we talked to him, we'd said something about being in the Northeast and liking the ones in the Northeast, and he said, oh, did you stay at Booth Bay? <laughs> yes. It's it like, is, it's he's like the CEO of Harvest House, and yeah. he's like, oh, Booth Bay is like one of our best places. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. We stayed at a lot of good Harvest Hosts in Maine. We did. We did, and we'll talk more about them. Uh, it was a big part of our summer. Um, it was if, for a few reasons. One was filling in holiday weekend gaps. Mm-hmm. And another was we wanted to see a few more little coastal towns in Maine. And the best way to do it was to just stay a night along the way. And mm-hmm. um, Harvest Hosts really allowed that. So We didn't even really see much of Booth Bay. I kind of want to go back no, so we can. No, I know. it's All those coastal towns are so good. Down east. Oh, my God. That's not down east. No, not quite yet. No, huh? God, no. no. It's Down east is further, further along. It's, where is Booth Bay? Booth Bay is like right over the border. Oh, so it's like before you get to Portland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That makes sense. It was right, we drove from New Hampshire there. Yes. Okay. That was our first night. And then we drove the rest of the way to Acadia Seashore. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm glad, you know, bless your memory. (laughs) (laughs) I go back and look at our trip wizard stuff too. We went to that, that was our first night in Maine. And we're like, I think we're going to like it here. (laughs) Yeah. It was yeah. so beautiful driving, even just driving in the little bit of Booth Bay that we did see. Um, I would drop the rig next time and go down more into town along the coast there. Mm-hmm. All of these coastal towns in Maine are, I don't know how to say it other than like really cute. Um, just you've got the water, you've got boats everywhere, you've got lobster stands everywhere. And it's, it's really it feels, that good. It's yeah. really that good. It feels very East Coast. But for the most part, I mean, you have exceptions to this, but for the most part, it is, it's not stuffy. Yes. Which I think I thought the East, East Coast would be much more stuffy than it felt. Right. Totally. No, it's like... Very chill. Man, you can spend a lot of money on lobster, but eat it in like next to a shack. Yeah. It and that's probably so going to be the best lobster so, you've so, ever so, had. So, 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 so good. <laughs> I don't think we had any lobster yet that week because um, we did... We okay. went from... Sorry. Spoilers. We might have. Lobster is good. (laughs) We might have. We got lobster rolls one time at a random market next to the. I think that was at Acadia Seashore. No, well, that might have been. No, that was in Bar Harbor. Okay. But I'm talking about just like a random gas station, uh, like supermarket we stopped at along the way. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, this was a different one. Anyway. Okay. Yes, that one too. Go on. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. We, we ate a lot of lobster rolls. All right. None of them were bad. <laughs> well, a couple of things. One is when you do this trip in Maine, 
it's going to try and take you on main major roads. Oh, yeah. Like, main not being main, the state, but, like, the, like, the interstate or whatever. Yeah. As don't, much of it as there is. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Take the one. U.S. one. U.S. one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You, it's big rig friendly. It's totally fine. You're going to go through all the little towns and you're going to love it. Like, do it. It's slower. But it's like, slower, but it's why you're there. so worth it. Yeah. it. The views are so good. Like, just do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were never we were, unhappy that we did. We, were we had like, our fifth wheel. We would, every once in a while, we, like, we would like be like, okay, can we, should we take the, what's Google saying? What's RV Life saying? Mm-hmm. And then we'd look at the map and we'd look at like Google satellite and be like, I think we can just take the coastal highway. We did. No, a couple times I had like, I had put it in RV life, like with saying, okay, but what if I stop in this town and then this town and then this town? And it's like, yeah, then. Yeah, it's all RV safe. Then it took me on the one. So I was like, okay. Well, and we once can, we got used to it, we were like, we can go. So yeah, it was fine. It was great. I would say we great. got <laughs> creative with where to stop for our stops mm-hmm. because um, you're on kind of like a smaller highway without rest areas. So, and with a big rig, you have issues sometimes finding places to stop, but well, we, we managed. There were, you know, fuel station, like, like the on fuel the road stations were okay. to Alaska. Yeah. Like, fuel stations are your friend. It was fuel stations. It was um, a couple times, like, supermarket type places mm-hmm. where we could just pull in the front if there was no one else there. Yep. And then a couple of times, because it's summer, we stopped at schools. Yep. And let the kids run around on a playground and stuff. Yep. Like, we would be like, oh, there's a school right there. We could just yep. stop right there. Big parking lot. So that worked really well too, but our first like week long stay or six day I guess stay mm-hmm. in Maine was at Acadia Seashore, and this campground is in between, um, kind of Bar Harbor, and the kind of, uh, the peninsula part of Acadia. Yeah. So it's in between the two kind of units of UK of Acadia. Most people think of like the main part of Acadia right next to Bah Harbor. Yeah. yeah. Bah Harbor. And we didn't actually end up going out to the peninsula. That's a whole other story. But well, it was. Yeah, it's part of the story of this it's week. It's part of the story of this week. But we loved this campground. I was nervous about it because I had read. So basically, there's a few full hookup sites kind of up top. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's on the coast. It's a private park. It's a private park. It's on the coast. And it's managed by this husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And who are very East Coasty, and they're great. But all of the sites are arranged so that everyone basically has a view. If you're not in a full hookup site, if you're just in a water electric, everyone basically has a view of the water, at least a little bit. And so, because everyone's, they're like either pull in on one side or back in on the other. So, so your campsite mm-hmm. faces the water. Everyone's mm-hmm. campsite faces the water. Yep. And it's really neat like that. And there's a big field in the middle where the tents are. And I have a theory about private campgrounds that if they allow tents, then I like them generally. Yeah. yeah. Tends to be a vibe that I'm much more after. Yeah, it hasn't steered us wrong usually. And this one specifically, I had read reviews that the the owner could be a little persnickety. And he was very particular about how people parked. And he was very particular about um, everyone's lights have to be off at 930. And they will knock on your door if your lights, if your outside lights are on. And yeah, the reason is, and you can still have fires after that and stuff. Mm-hmm. They just don't, they want people to be able to see the, to see, to see the stars, to like look at the, you know, it's just part of the environment. The stars there are great. Actually. And it's so beautiful because it's kind of in between a bunch of stuff. It's not really like right 
buy anything. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of out there, but it's on the coast. We saw Osprey. We saw, I was watching bald eagles like from my room because like the way our fifth wheel was situated, the little perch up in our nose where our bedroom is, Mm -hmm. I could just sit in bed and watch bald eagles over the water. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was beautiful. Derby loved the coastline down there. Oh, it was so fun. You could walk around down there at low tide. And yeah. And they warned us when we came in and like, hey, if you forget to turn off your lights, we'll come remind you. Yeah. Don't have and it's like, hey, like we don't do loud music. We don't do loud radios here. Like that's not really the vibe. But it wasn't mean or anything like that. It was just like, hey, like this is what we're going for and we're gonna let everybody know. Mm-hmm. And we'll remind you if we need to. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of appreciated it. It was a very nice place to be. There was no playground, and so I think I was worried it wasn't going to be very kid-friendly. Some people said it wasn't. Mm. Quite the opposite. They loved the kids. They were very nice to the kids. They gave me all these recommendations, handed me all these maps of things circled and everything when I checked in. Um, One of the things that they circled was this swimming hole near there Mm -hmm. that I took the littlest to one day. Um, Oldest didn't want to go or was working too much on school or something. But Littlest and I went out and like drove down these old, like these logging road type roads to this trailhead, hiked a half mile in and went to this secluded swimming hole. It was one of the coolest places I've been. It was so pretty on a perfect July day in Maine, crystal clear water. I mean, just... There was a little bit of bear scat on the beach. It freaked me out a little bit. But. <laughs> How lucky that you guys got to do that, though. Oh, my goodness. And we did see, like, a couple people while we were there. But, like, for yeah. a good chunk of the time we were there, there was nobody else there. Yeah. That's it awesome. was so cool. We ate our snacks on the little beach. It was so fun. And we went into the park a couple times. We did, yes. The first time we just went and did, like, our typical, like, lay of the land thing where we just drove around. Mm-hmm. This is not too far from Bar Harbor, like, what, like, 45 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, and drove around, drove around Acadia. We brought like backpacking meals and ate them out of the tailgate of the truck. And like on, on an overlook, watching on the, the overlook, watching the sunset. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. It's one of my favorite national parks. I was going to say that if you didn't. It's Acadia's so amazing. pretty. And I'm we'll staring have, at my hat from there right now. We have, <laughs> we did two weeks in Acadia basically. Um, and so we'll talk more about it when we get to the next week of it. Mm-hmm. But it was so amazing like just so beautiful and then um that saturday we hiked cadillac mountain or friday maybe i can't it was, must have been saturday i can't remember it must have been it, saturday. i think it was saturday because yeah, um, it was an all-day thing i would have yeah. been working yeah unless i and took it off but i don't think so it acadia is dog friendly yeah. um but we decided kind of at the last minute that derby couldn't really he was getting old and like couldn't really manage the hike so we didn't bring him yeah and that sadly um, so the hike itself was great. We had a great time. We, we did up the South um, South Ridge Trail. Ridge Trail, yeah. Mm-hmm. Up Cadillac Mountain. About seven miles round trip. The longest hike we'd done as a family. Yeah. At that time. About 1,500 feet of elevation. It's fun because you get up to the top and then uh, people drive up. You have to have reservations to drive up. Um, so that's one tip if you're going to Acadia. At least when we were there, you needed reservations to drive up Cadillac Mountain. And there's size limits, much like going to the Sun Road and Glacier. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in hindsight, we probably could have done it with the truck, even though it was like a foot over the limit. Yeah. No one really cares. But I kind of wanted the excuse to do the hike. 
It was fun. We were like very happy we did the hike. We were so we happy all we had did a the great hike. time. It was so fun. We hung out at the top for a while, went to the gift shop up there. It's a hold on. It's a pretty easy hike. Uh yeah. When you get like towards the top, there's a little bit of kind of like, like a little scramble. Yeah, scrambling it's up fun. rocks, but no like it might have been hard for climbing, a dog. Climbing. Yeah. It would have been hard for Derby, yeah. Yeah. Even <laughs> even Frankie. No, nah, Frankie could do it. You think Frankie could get up those rungs and oh, stuff? Oh yeah, he doesn't uh where were there rungs? There was like uh, one was spot like where one there spot. was rungs. We went Maybe had there to, was like, one spot. Pick him up. Yeah. But yeah. But like it's it's top. fun. At the, it's fun. It's a really fun hike. Really beautiful views. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of most of the way. Mm-hmm. Just it's just so pretty. The way the Rocky Mountains are there and the Not the Rocky Mountains, no. but the Rocky Mountains. The Rocky <laughs> Mountains. <laughs> yes. And the way that the the water is just this dark blue and it's just so pretty. It's really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so we had a really great day, and then we came home, and Derby was ill. Yeah, he was not doing well. And, like, rather suddenly. Yeah. And Clay ended up having to drive him to an emergency vet in Bangor. Yeah, which is like an hour away. That was last time we saw Derby. Yeah. Um, It was really tough. It was really tough. Derby was 12 years old. He had had, or almost 13 maybe, didn't really know for sure. He'd had a very good and happy life. Oh, very much so. Like and he, he was very good, like very happy and well up until the very end. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he was, was slowing like down a little. He was when we got home that night, too, you know? Yeah, like, and then he, all he of a sudden he like, can walk. I'm just like not feeling good, guys. I'm really like struggling here. So, yeah. It was really sad. It was yeah. a really, really tough night. Yeah. They thought it was cancer that had gone undetected maybe um but it's like, like a the, spleen or something yeah the kind that's like you almost would never know about until it's too late yeah so i read after the fact like of a lot of people who had very similar experiences with their dogs very similar like age and stuff like it's just it's really sad but it was man we knew we didn't have much longer mm-hmm. he was definitely slowing down but like still i thought we had another year or two very happy yeah and he was just, yeah. he was our first dog. Yeah, he was. We'd had him since our, our oldest was a baby. And so it was, it was tough. Yeah, he was the best dog ever. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, he was great. And so that week was like, I don't know, to me, Acadia Seashore still feels very special to me because Derby liked it there so much and he was so uh-huh. happy right up until the end. And like, yeah. And it was like where we said goodbye to him, but in kind of a, like better there than a lot of places, I guess. I don't know, you know. And, yeah, and honestly, like I felt bad at first that we hadn't taken him on the hike, but honestly, like how awful would it have been if he had had problems, like while we were at the top of the mountain? I don't know what we would have done. That would have been way more traumatic. Yeah. Than like getting home and him having problems. Right. And, yeah. So way worse for the kids and stuff. Yeah. So it's it worked out how it was supposed to, I guess, but it was just. Never, tough, never course. easy. It's the worst right. part about having dogs; they they don't outlive you usually. So. Yeah, but that was kind of how we like wrapped up that week, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, um, we moved on. But we'll probably talk about that next time. Yeah, I think the following week weekend that we rolled into was like Fourth of July weekend, and we ended up. We'll talk about it next time, but we ended up doing a couple of harvest hosts. Mm-hmm. Over Fourth of July, um, for a few reasons that we could kind of get into, but 
part of it was we didn't really feel like being in a big celebratory place. Yeah, totally. Uh, but we had we have so much more to talk about in Maine. We had more that we did in Acadia. We'll be happy to that we're really excited to talk about. Yeah, more totally. Like we ended up, it was really sad to say goodbye to Derby, and we really had a hard time with that. But also, we still had a really great rest of the summer. Oh, totally. And gosh, like how great for Derby. He made it all the way to Maine. He got to spend his last few years like on the road with us. It was the happiest we ever saw him, I think. He was with us like almost all the time. Mm -hmm. Like he got to do go to all sorts of places. He loved the RV. He always behaved so well, like when we left him in the RV because he Mm -hmm. like he just loved the little space the smaller space, I think. And he loved going on hikes with us. Oh my oh gosh. My God. It was his favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And the coastal areas he always enjoyed. Like such a happy guy. Yeah. It was like I was so glad that we were able to do that with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Take him on all our adventures, you know. Like that's always been the hardest part about being a dog person and being a traveler is like we often had to leave our dogs behind on trips. Yeah. Um, until we found RVing. Until we found our, and that's I think that's one of the best things about RVing mm-hmm. for me is that like we get to go all these great places and we get to bring the dogs. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun. Yep. So he answered the call of the road for sure. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Should we read a letter? <laughs> sure. Dear friend, how are you with sitting still? Staying in one place? I'm not great at it. I get restless, antsy, ready to move. For most of my post-college adult life, I've been looking ahead, planning the next trip. When Clay and I were young and first married, we would spend spontaneous weekends in Chicago or St. Louis or Minneapolis or Kansas City. We would plan our vacations, often with family, a year or more in advance, We would plan and talk about those trips for that whole year. I think the anticipation is so much a part of the fun of travel. After I went to grad school, we moved to normal. And while we still planned vacations, I also started to travel at least once a month for work. Friend, I think I got addicted to it. I wasn't hooked on being away from my family, but I was hooked on being on the road. I like airports. I like planning trips and meetings. I like finding new restaurants to eat at and hotels to stay at. It's not that I never got road weary, but that was much less frequent than the times I would start to get a bit like a caged animal if I kept going into the office every day without change for more than a few weeks. I am a happy person when I am on the go and my scenery is changing. I understand that not everyone is this way in the same way that I understand that there is nothing I can do to change this about myself. Some people might say, be content, stay home, and I just can't in the same way that I think that others can. The call of the road is just so strong. It's always there. When COVID hit, we stayed home for a few months. We built a climbing wall in the garage and made our backyard fun with swings and a fire pit. We visited a few family members carefully. Then I got it in my head we should get an RV. I had no idea where it would take us. No idea that full-time RV travel was even something you could do. Just that it was a safe way to travel at the time and a good way for a whole family, even the dogs, to get out on the road. We were all hooked from the first trip. Right now, we have been in Leavenworth just over a month and we plan to be here for at least a few more months. 
we are keeping very busy with hikes and the climbing gym and learning to ski while checking out all the fun, cheesy, touristy things that the town of Leavenworth has to offer. It is so much fun. I don't know the last time our family had this much consistent fun as a family. We are all enjoying the heck out of our winter activities. We are so happy and content and cozy here. Also, though, I've started to notice the call of the road creeping in. We are talking about going over to the peninsula for a weekend sometime just to get a change of scenery. We're talking about our summer plans. We're talking about what we'll do next winter. Already, the gaze has shifted forward to what comes next. Already, we are a bit restless, a bit nostalgic for the long drives and new scenery. In this season, we are embracing rest in a quite active way, I suppose. We are embracing a place, a place that I think we could eventually land for even longer. We are patiently waiting out the restlessness. It is good practice and honestly necessary after the past year of fast travel. So I guess we're trying out the be content and stay home approach. And honestly, we're having a great time. And when we leave in the spring, our excitement for travel and our plans and the places and people we will see will be renewed. We'll be scratching at the door like dogs who need to be let out. But sometimes it's good to feel that. Good to remember why we go and how good it can feel to stay home too. I love that we get to do both. I am forever grateful that we get to live like this, that we get to do this all together as a family. I know it won't last forever. My encouragement today, friend, is to embrace the adventure that can be the in-between. Embrace the rest and let the excitement build. Look forward to plans with anticipation. Take deep breaths and naps. And when the call of the road is too strong to ignore, enjoy the ride wherever it takes you. See you down the road, Jamie. think and we talked about this a little at the beginning of the show like having the dogs with us while traveling was kind of a revelation yeah i think like the having the whole family together and um and then like the dogs being a huge part of that for us and then also just the idea with RVing of like I'm sleeping in my own bed but I'm moving it yes exactly you it, don't have to have... choose between being home or being on the road. It's so amazing. It was just like an eye-opening experience on our first trip. Uh-huh. And also um like having my own food. Yes. Having my own coffee. Like I like eating out, don't get me wrong, but like on a long <laughs> oh, trip. Oh, do we? <laughs> on a long trip, I get really sick of like the convenience eating out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Like the, the oh, stuff definitely. you eat when you're just like I just got to eat something. I also get sick of the like good eating out because if you do it over oh, and yeah, over and over again in a you row, you get burned out on it. It's like it's too much. Like it's too much for me. A I body can't, can't handle that. Yeah. 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 So I can only sure. do one cruise every like four years. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. We'll go with that. Gosh, we have always been restless. It's not yeah. just you. It's not just you. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to ascribe too much of it to you <laughs> because I was writing the letter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it talked a little bit about like we've always been kind of like planning our next trip or like you know like oh let's get out of town this weekend you Mm -hmm. know we did that a lot pre-kids oh yeah we did it (laughs) we've done it since kids obviously too like we're like oh let's just go right i think about like all these different times that we've just been like yeah let's just pick up and 
go to the nearby city or go to before we had a camper, you know, it was much more like city travel, but it yeah. was the same kind of stuff it was, like in terms of like, we'd just be like, mm, I don't want to be here anymore. Let's, let's go for a weekend or yep. even for a day or, or something like for a little day trip somewhere. We do that kind of stuff all the time. Like I just like, can't believe I thought we never wanted a camper. I friends, I think we've talked about this before, but <laughs> I, the first time we tent camped with my aunt and uncle who have an RV. Yeah. I was like, I want that. <laughs> I loved camping. Yeah. I loved being out, especially like to use it as something to go be with family. Or I had no idea friends. about like using it as a way to do long road trips, though. That was really eye opening to me. I think we talked mm-hmm. to them a bit about it because they do one big trip every summer usually mm-hmm. and go out like they've been out to Acadia and things like that. And they're they're based in central Illinois, close to where we were based. Uh-huh. And so we would get together with them once or twice a summer. We'd bring our tent and mm-hmm. and the kids and stuff. And they they would bring my cousin's kids and mm-hmm. we would have a great time. And I just loved the idea of like, oh, they're like camping and they're out here enjoying it, but then they've got like this really comfy space. They've got air conditioning. Yeah. They've got like, you know, just like a comfortable space to go and like be in like a nice fridge and stuff to like keep your food. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that seems really cool. And then they take their big long trips in the summer too. Like that seems really neat. I just wanted one. I feel like are they both retired? No. Okay. I feel like when they are. Yeah. They're gonna like caravan with us a bit. I hope so. Yeah. They're so fun to camp with. Like we like yeah. very much like similar things in camping and like places to go and stuff. Totally. Um, they also kayak and bike and all that kind of stuff and hike a lot. And, mm-hmm. like, they're just they're fun. And they like state parks like we do and that kind of stuff. Totally. Um yeah. and and so it's like, well, they like similar things to us, like but we would like it, you know. <laughs> and uh that was like my first exposure to it because I didn't grow up camping at all. I had never really known people who had RVs other than my aunt. Oh, well, I take that back. My grandpa. My grandma had an RV. Yeah. <laughs> they would go to their craft shows and stuff in the bluegrass festivals. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and so they used it for that kind of stuff. And and for my grandpa's bluegrass festivals and my grandma's craft shows. And so, like, it was like a vehicle they used for those things. Um, it was nothing familiar to me at all. Yeah. Like, no, I had no experience with RVs. Not camper vans, not class A's, class C's, not trailers, fifth wheels, nothing. But we've always loved a road trip. Yeah, always. But like long road trips get annoying because you're like trying to haul all your shit into a hotel on this stopover. Oh, if you have to do a stopover, it's awful. Because like, I mean, I'd just as soon like leave it all in the car. But like, well, some uh, of it you can't anyway because you need to bring it in and then you forget what thing you need to bring in. And then it's like, if you have the dogs, you have to haul all their shit in. Yeah. It's like. And find a dog friendly hotel, oh which God. like. That I mean, you actually want to stay in. Now it's easier. Yeah. It, it was used tough. to be impossible. It was tough. Yeah. 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 When Derby was young, it was not mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. That's like the whole. <laughs> it's a whole ordeal. But with the RV, you just like have everything and you just find a spot. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Our first trip, we went up to the Apostle Islands in Wisconsin. Uh, which if you haven't been, uh, we're going to go again this summer and we'll tell you more about it. But yes, it's great. Um, it's like Pictured Rocks, but less busy. Um, we've never been to Pictured Rocks, but this is what I've heard. It's in Lake, Sp- Lake Superior. Also. In mm-hmm. Wisconsin. In, yep. yeah, but on the Wisconsin side, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we're headed to Picture Rock this summer, so. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we went to the Apostle Islands, but we like just got the camper like two days before, and we're like, well, let's like stop a few places on the way. Let's make a trip out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we booked like a state park in Illinois for a couple nights, and a state park in Wisconsin for a few nights, and then we went up to Apostle Islands, and then we stopped at a couple places on the way back, and like really learned how to like use our rv like on the trip i was like well we have it we might as well try this right yeah it was fun and we had the pictures from that first trip of just like sitting around the campsite or going on a short hike at the campground or riding Mm -hmm. like kids riding their bikes around or whatever like was just like we're all just so happy Mm -hmm. like we're just like oh my god we love this i remember calling my mom i was on a walk with derby Uh and we had found a trail like out of the campground and we were like going to meet them soon, you know, cause we were meeting up with them in the Apostle, Apostle Islands. Yeah. And it's just like, they're, you know, like, how do you like the camper? It's like, this is just like, I mean, I'm like hiking right now. Like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. I woke up this morning. Everyone was happy. Mm-hmm. I had my coffee. We were all cozy in our little camper. Mm-hmm. Went for a walk. Like, yeah. So good. Absolutely. Yeah, that, those first couple of nights were, like, just very eye-opening. The first night, it was really hard to get everybody to bed. The second night, we had a really bad windstorm. We had to pull everything in. Yeah. Uh, and we, but we, like, were like, this is an adventure. This is so fun. It was hard. Like, I think we had that experience uh, every time we switched back into the rig for the first. The first night was always really hard. Bit where, like, yeah, it was really hard to get adjusted at first. Yeah. Especially but, leaving for a really big trip. I think there's mm-hmm. this like weird feeling on the first night of like, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I doing? Like, okay, here we go. This is like months now. Distinctly our first <laughs> months long trip. Mm-hmm. We got up to like Madison our first night mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, just like only a few hours away from where we lived. Mm-hmm. And we got in kind of late because we were always late leaving the first night. It's oh, yeah. A thing. <laughs> Gosh. Everything it takes it always takes you longer to load the camper than you think. Always, everyone. Or to, just to get everyone out the door always. With kids. Everyone yeah. always. It takes you longer than you think to get going. Yes. You, you could think you're mostly packed, and it's for whatever reason you're not going to leave until like dark, basically. Right. Anyway, we got up there after dark. We kind of like, oh, whatever, and we got all situated. And everyone, we got everything set up, and everyone was pretty good. Like went to bed and stuff. And I just remember laying awake in bed. Maybe there have been some consternation about bedtime and stuff and like the kids complaining about their beds or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but it was just <laughs> hey, like. Hey, those beds weren't super comfy. No, I tried. I tried to make them more comfy. Yeah. We just like reset a bunch of stuff. We, and that's part of it too is like before mm-hmm. each round you like make a bunch of changes and improvements and mm-hmm, stuff. And so mm-hmm. you're like trying to try everything out. But I laid awake in bed. I think you were asleep. Everyone was asleep. And I'm just like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> be gone for how long <laughs> why what are we doing but we could have always turned around we could have we could have i never really thought about it though you know <laughs> yeah no never wanted to it's no, just it's like just... that first night was like are we insane yes <laughs> as it turns out <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh my god what if everyone hates us what if this doesn't go well you know because until that first three-month trip we'd been on a couple two week trips and some weekends, you know, and we mm-hmm. we were kind of in the camper as much as we wanted to, like as much as we could be. We like would go home in between trips and be like, okay, we're home now. And we'd be like, oh, let's leave for the weekend. 
Oh, I know. We couldn't stay home. No. Once we had the escape vehicle, <laughs> we were never there. Like, I think the longest we stayed was like December and January. Yeah. For Christmas, basically. Yep. And then we were out again for another four months. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it was like the summer, which was nice. Did like the, did we have a return to swim lessons or something? Mm, we at least had one session of it because I remember oh, I being there. I thought they got canceled because of Delta. No, that was at the very end of the summer. Okay. Delta strain. Anyway, yeah. So I think we had at least one session of swim lessons. Yeah. But then it was like, um, okay, well, either we're going back to school and back to work and all this stuff, or oh, actually Delta variant seems like it could be really bad. And like, there's still no kids vaccine. Yep. Kids like still can't be vaccinated. And, uh, okay, well, um, yeah, maybe we'll just, uh, hit the road and like do this full time. Yeah. So we <laughs> sold our house and bought a camper. I bought a fifth wheel in our truck. Like yeah. All very quickly. All very quickly. And moved and sold the house like within two days of listing. Which sounds nuts. And it was. Yeah. It was a lot of work. We it was fun. We've been talking for a long time that the whole time we've been on the road, we were like, I really want to do this for like a whole year. I really want to mm-hmm. do this. Just kind of like longer term, mm-hmm. like without yeah. the kind of anchor of having to go back to But the like, house. don't know when we'll be able to. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, well, uh, maybe maybe it's now. Maybe this is our window. Yeah, maybe it's now. Everyone was um, just having a good time. I think I will say it wasn't easy. You had to quit your job by the end <laughs> of four months in the uh, Mantis. We were ready for a bigger space. Like that was very mm-hmm. tight for four people and two dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. We were pretty sick of it. Um, At least for these four people yeah, and these two dogs. South Dakota well, those always two wears dogs. me down. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> South Dakota. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but we were, I just remember that that weekend wall. I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, even with the airstream, I was ready to get out of it for a little bit. I think mm-hmm. we find our is, limits. And this is kind of what we talk what I was talking about a little bit in the letter of like kind of finding the ebb and flow of it and always changing things up a bit, I think yeah. has been a really big key to like the sustainability of RV life for us. Of life in general. In life in general, right? Like f- not being afraid to change things up. Not being afraid to talk about what's working and what's not. Yeah. Um, I used to joke that, um, so this is a bit inside baseball, but if you're a software developer or adjacent to that, you'll know agile development practices. And you do development in like two-week sprints or whatever. Yeah. I used to joke that we ran our family on two-year sprints. It's pretty true. Because, <laughs> like, every two years we'd be like, okay, what's working, what's not, let's change things up. Yeah. You stayed home from work after a while. Like, yeah. I, like I ch- quit my, like, we kind of, like, go back and forth about who's primary parent and that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. I think that has been part of our happiness as people and parents um, has been sharing the load there and kind of going back and forth there. Sure. Um. Definitely. And everyone's different there. And like, there's a host of reasons that you would or wouldn't shift the load like that. But I've been grateful that we've been able to. Yeah. I will say like, like this is where we check our privilege, right? Yes. (laughs) Like the fact that we had the opportunity to be able to be like, oh, hey, why doesn't 
Clay quit his job for a while and like start his own business and stay home with the kid. I mean, you did drive Uber. We did sell our one house and get his cheaper house. We did go down to one car. It wasn't like we didn't make some sacrifices to make that happen. Oh, heck no. Of course. But like we could make it happen. Yes. Like, I mean, you know, we, we weren't like both of us working multiple jobs to make ends meet. No, I understand. Yes. And yeah. So like, yes, it's sometimes a bit of a stretch because let's face it, we eat out too much and like too expensive hobbies as we've talked about much, but, (laughs) 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 but we can, we can do those things. We live on one of our incomes. Mm -hmm. Like it's good. Um, and so being able to kind of like take turns with that Mm -hmm. has been awesome. It has been, it really has been. Yeah. I I think, so. you know, like kind of going back to the letter, it's very much about like the ebb and flow of things. And like, we'd had this kind of like chaotic travel, Mm -hmm. not chaotic, but like this really busy travel schedule of going from Baja up to Alaska and then back to the Midwest. Then all this stuff and like <laughs> we were ready you heard us talk about it we were ready to kind of sit down for a while yeah and that's true and i'm glad we are and i'm already starting to miss the road it's been a month <laughs> which is a long time for us five to be weeks somewhere. five weeks yeah it's been it's a long time for us to be somewhere um i think i'm gonna i think we'll write out the rest of the winter but i'm gonna be like very ready to go we've we're already making our summer plans summer 2424 is the summer of live music Oh, yeah. We have awesome plans. Oh, my God. I got festival tickets this week. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit um, spontaneous. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It wasn't cheap. Um, Wasn't that expensive for for what it is. Yeah. But we are, yeah, we're going to the Railbird Railbird Music Festival in Lexington, which is very much out of the way of what we were doing. It's a little bit off route. We're just going to do it. But it's doable. Yeah, we we can drive far. It's Man, fun. after you go to Alaska. Like, yeah, whatever. Like Eight hour any, drive. Anything's in range. And now both of us <laughs> drive a, yeah. a lot. And so even the fifth wheel. And so it just opens up a lot for us. No, we'll be doing it with the Airstream. We will. I, I don't want to do that. We show will. With the fifth I'm just wheel. saying, like, even our ability to get out to the Midwest quicker because we'll both drive the fifth wheel to get to where we're going to trade off mm-hmm. and all. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. It just makes things easier. Not but, that things are ever like piece of cake, mm. but like that's part of the fun of it. You it have to is. sort of like the challenge a little bit, I think. I think, yeah, to enjoy RVing and RV life, I think you kind of have to, yeah, you have to like the problem solving, right? Like mm-hmm. route planning is problem solving. Yep. It's like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, where do I want to go? And what big things do I have? Like I'm looking at all these concerts. So you've got I know Oldest kind of wants to get involved, but you've yeah. already got it taken care of. No, she's going to help me. Okay. I don't have it all completely nailed down yet. <laughs> Just bringing her into shore, how I do it too. Okay. I don't. I don't like giving it up because it's fun. I will say too, like part of, part of what was that we kind of needed a break from. I think from the last year was like we caravaned a lot, mm-hmm. and it was great, and it was so much fun. But it's like very overwhelming Loved it, after yeah. a while. Like to. I think we needed some like quiet time by ourselves. You know what I mean? Like it was just like we definitely have that here. Yeah, and it's great, and we're we're gonna get tired of it but we're enjoying it i was gonna say we're we're like gonna be craving on the road and meeting up with friends yes not that uh, i think we have a good chance of making new friends here which we always do yeah but like it is definitely like it's winter it's a cozy season yes 
you know, we're well, like... Well, at any rate, we know everybody at the ski school already. So. <laughs> yeah, right. There you we go. haven't made friends yet, but we, we will. Yeah. We still need to hit up the local game store. Haven't done that yet. So that's kind of on the list for this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, it's already feeling like yeah. a little bit antsy. A little and bit like I miss the Airstream. A little bit like I want to be on the go. I mean, when you zoom out, like you kind of talk about in the letter, like this shouldn't be surprising for right. anyone that like has known us. Um, how many times did we move? Like in the time between when we were married and like before we got on the road, <laughs> right? I think it was thirteen times. And... A lot, of, and that wasn't that many years. Yeah, it wasn't thirteen years yeah. or something. No, fifteen. years? We we stayed. Yeah. We've been okay. Married Seventeen years now. Yeah. We stayed in a couple of places for a few years. Mm-hmm. That's true. Which but we moved more than once us, a year for two years a couple of times too. Yeah. I mean, we had one where it was just a summer in Madison. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And we yeah. did just fall in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. It, it's not surprising. It, it doesn't surprise me. The, the RV itself was surprising because I, I just never knew. Never well, knew what we, we were missing. And we talked about this too, like what our kids know exists that we didn't know exist, like things like um seasonal like guide jobs and things like yeah. that. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, that might have been really interesting to me as a young person. Yeah. I just didn't even know that was a thing, like being like a ski instructor or like a river guide or like a you know, like the glacier guides that we had in Alaska or mm-hmm. things like that. Like, those are cool jobs. I mean, they're not I'm sure they pay shit because nothing told the kids nothing fun pays that great it's <laughs> um, not entirely true but yeah um, but like what a cool cool thing to be able to do and like yeah. I just didn't even know those things existed because it wasn't stuff I was exposed to and if you don't have a bunch of debt like right eh, and you're you know your housing is paid for mm-hmm. you don't need to make you, they should probably be paid more than they are yes. and we make sure to tip them well but like yeah like you don't need to make that much to be able to do it as a young person. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool just to see all this other stuff that we didn't know was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many people that live seasonally that move around. Like it's not just RV life. There's a bunch of different oh, ways heck to no. approach it. Yeah. I think we talk about this all the time. It's like there's a million ways to live on the road. Yeah. You know, I do happen to really like RVs. Like, it's just a nice fit for us. For sure. Yeah. There's a million ways to do it, and it's so much fun. And I think, you know, I talked a little bit in the letter too about like how I know not everyone's wired this way. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it causes some, um, uh, not just like, um, worry. Worry or just not a, like, a lack of understanding, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what it's like to not want to go places. <laughs> like, to me, I'll look at somebody that doesn't ever want to leave their hometown or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about to move because I get wanting to live somewhere for a long time. But like, mm-hmm. but like to go travel, right? Like, I knew a lot mm-hmm. of people when I was in high school who had never left the state. Mm-hmm. And some of that was financial and some of it wasn't at all. It was just they're just happy to be in the state. Yeah, like why would I? Why would I, I leave? Everything I want is right good. Here. Yeah, and like, hey, more power to you. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, 
I acknowledge that that is a way to be wired. Right? Like I'm just not wired like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. Is like I don't understand what that's like. Just like you may not understand what it's like to have to go all the time. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you might understand at least a little bit <laughs> what it's like to have to go all the time. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've definitely had comments from people who I know listen to this where it's like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I might feel a little bit unmoored. Like, love to travel, travel a lot. Yeah. But like, not having a home base at all Yeah, might be kind of tough. I think that's fine. Yeah, I totally. Think there's... Do what's right for you. Yeah, to me, it was um, the unmooring of, of that, like, feels kind of freeing. It really does. It's like, it is a like a leap of faith. It was hard to do it, but then also to not like, always have like home kind of like nagging in your back of your mind. Yeah, something like, you have to take care of, but you're not really enjoying. To really be like free on the open road, it's uh, like it's just a feeling that's really hard to describe. It's like the you know you listened to songs about it, right? Like it's romantic. It is though. It is, especially out west. Yeah, yeah. To have your your home behind you, mm-hmm. and just be driving with like no set place you have to be. Yep. No set time you have to be there. Mm-hmm. Which isn't how it always is by any means. No. But sometimes it's like that, and it's just this feeling of like, like what I think of what it means to be free, like mm-hmm. just. No expectations. Mm-hmm. Got everything you need with you. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things about RVing. One of the like anxiety reducing things about RVing is that like you always got your you got bathroom, you got water, you got food with you. Yeah, totally. Like, you have your clothes, you have your all bed, your clothes probably. You have your bed. If you yeah. had to stop right here, you'd be fine. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, maybe sh- like get off the road. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> If something came up and you had to stop, you'd mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. And the, there's just something really reassuring about that. Yeah, for sure. That kind of like. It didn't ena- occur until we were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it like enables you to feel really good about kind of getting out there, I think. Yep, for sure. I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. I, I would always recommend if you like RVing at all to try a full-time like year or a few months. Yeah, like plan it's a long a trip. It's a really interesting feeling that it's really hard to compare to in shorter trips. Like, I feel like when we did our first two-week trip, it was one yeah. thing. But then when we went out for a few months, that was like, oh. And, uh, like, granted, the realities of work and life, like, prevent that this. That doesn't always allow that, yeah. But if you Understood. Can. But, but if, if you, you can, can, it's totally worth it. Yeah. It just gives you a different perspective. Join us on the road. Yeah. <laughs> but there's other things to do too. Like people, you know, international travel for months at a time, which is totally interested in someday. But that our work and life doesn't really allow right now, right? Right. Like, there's a host of ways to do this stuff. And it, I think anything where you can kind of get a perspective shift or change your scenery it doesn't have to be big and extravagant either. Mm-hmm. Like I talk about like we got out on weekend trips a lot. They weren't expensive usually. Like we weren't, we would like price line a hotel. Yeah. 
back when that was a thing, we'd grab like a really nice hotel in Chicago, like last minute for like 60 bucks a night. Mm-hmm. You need to pay 60 bucks for parking. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. And like no pack, kidding. <laughs> pack sandwiches for the way there and like have one nice meal while we were there and like just enjoy being somewhere else. Yep. <laughs> enjoy a hotel. I love hotels. I still like hotels. Uh, I don't like them as much as I used to yeah. now with the kids and the dogs. And I also think they're not as nice as they used to be. Yeah. But, it's hard. Um, I think that might've just been getting older. <laughs> but I, yeah. I know. I used to love hotels. I still do. I think but I, mm. my taste has gotten really expensive. Yeah, and we're just like, uh, I don't want to be in my own bed. I know, like, I could also travel and just, like, you know, wake up in my own bed. My ass hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I, it's just, like, the little things like that we would, um, we picked up kind of, like, a, I remember one time we went to Galena for the weekend, and we picked up kind of a last-minute deal it was around valentine's day but it was not valentine's day because i had, had to work on valentine's day we picked up this like uh-huh. kind of deal for a an inn over there not the inn at irish hollow which is my favorite but no it was a another one that was like yeah. supposed to be irish but whatever the pub was cute it was. it was nice yeah the rooms were fine totally um we had a jacuzzi but it was like it was like cheapish you yeah. know like we got a good deal on it we didn't mm-hmm. spend a ton of money there like yeah it was fun. It was, it was, gosh, a good little getaway. Yeah. So, like, things like that, I think. And thank you to mom and dad for uh, watching the kids. <laughs> no, kid. that was no kid yet. No kid yet? That was, kid was an idea. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, there were many trips where it was. There thank you to mom are, and dad yeah, for watching the kid. We would get away kids. to Kansas City for a weekend. Yep. Or we'd get away to... Chicago for a weekend or somewhere like that. Or we'd take trips. We did a lot of spring break trips um, before we got on the road. Yep. And a lot of those were road trips. Yep. And a lot of those were not expensive. I think about, well, some of it's because we have family who are very generous. Like, yeah. Um, my aunt gifted us a week at a timeshare. And we got this great like cabin up in Northern Minnesota. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. For a week. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been terribly expensive because it was off season. Yeah. And it was chilly. I mean, like the snow we, was melting. But we hiked. Yeah. We had a really great time. We had really nice weather, actually. It was really cool. It was beautiful. We hiked a bunch. We enjoyed being on the lake there. We enjoyed that it was really quiet. Those were like season. the like glimmers of road life. Right. Yeah. Right. We'd go visit family. That's like yeah. other things that we would do. Mm-hmm. We would take road trips down to Oklahoma, over to mm-hmm. South Dakota. Or totally. All over for that kind of stuff. We spent a spring break in Seattle visiting family. Had to fly there. Yeah, we had to fly there. But like, but not, um, but we did, fl- we flew Southwest mm-hmm. and we stayed with family. Yep. It wasn't like, not, None of this stuff has to be like huge, right? Or we'd split a beach house with family mm-hmm. or Tybee Islands, like one of the places we've always enjoyed going. It's a lot more expensive than it used to be. Yeah. But like yeah. you can find those places. You can it doesn't it doesn't have to be everything. I, my like yeah. my big encouragement of of like whether it's R V life or just travel in general mm-hmm. is very much the like it doesn't have to be like the big grand dream vacation. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the dream. It can be something. Yeah. I think 
like KYD, Mark and Trish. The start small, start now. Yeah, like that really stuck with me. Well, I think it's something we practiced probably didn't realize. Yeah. It's like you don't, you can have your daydreams. Yes. And like, that's great. And you will do it someday. And like, it might evolve. Yeah. And it'll evolve. and, And like, but like, you don't have to wait. You can start now if you like yeah, start don't small. Sit around, <laughs> and don't sit around and wait because you never know what's going to happen, right? Exactly. So if you're sitting around and waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect thing, mm-hmm. maybe it'll work out. Yeah. But like if you have an opportunity right in front of you to like buy a tent and go camp at the local campground with your kids for a weekend. Yep. Like do that. Or buy an old van and convert it. Yeah. You know who I'm talking to. I know who you're talking to. <laughs> Anything like that. Like, it's just, yeah, you don't have to be like end game right away. Totally. Like, and your end game's going to change anyway. So, like, just get out there. Just do it. Go do stuff. Yeah. And come find us. See us out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who knows where we'll be or what we'll be doing at the time. But yeah, we'd love to see you on the road. We did that, like, just weren't necessarily like, you know, big things, but we Mm -hmm. still had a really great time. Mm hmm. Even Apostle Islands, that cabin we rented with your parents. Like totally. That wasn't yeah. ridiculous. No, not at all. It um, was like, that was like a, okay, we really have to have like some sort of vacation. What can we do that's like COVID friendly? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So that like drove us to finding camping and RVing and mm-hmm. everything's so fucking expensive right now. Groceries are fucking expensive right now. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuel, all that. So, like, yeah. Yeah. The call of the road is tempered by the call <laughs> of the budget a little bit. <laughs> always, always has been. <laughs> but, yeah. Please find us. Please yeah. come hit the road with us. Yeah. Uh, if you're one of our pen pals, we really want to see you on the road. Yes. But anyone, you're always welcome at our campfire. We are once, uh, once we actually we're headed to the upper again. Midwest and Lexington next yeah next summer so uh, we'll be a little like a little bit in the uh, in eastern Canada, Canada and the Northeast mm-hmm. so like late summer early fall mm-hmm. so I mean plans are always subject to change oh, we got a lot of concert tickets oh yeah so the concerts are the 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 route concert wise is. Madison, yep. Wisconsin, yep. and Lexington, then St. Paul. Yeah. So, <laughs> you Madison, can see how Lexington doesn't fit. <laughs> Madison and then St. Paul made a lot of sense. Madison, yeah. Lexington, St. Paul does not make sense except that the just check out the lineup of Railbird and you'll get it. And then you might or you might not. I mean, if, it depends on what music you're into. But like, hey, well, I hope we see you there. Yeah, and I think there's still some tickets left. There's only a few. Um, and then I. Uh, St. Paul, and then Toronto. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to pick up another set of tickets in Toronto because I found out somebody else that we like is playing the night cool before. It. Cool it. <laughs> we are going to have I'm just saying, the best Tyler wet, is playing hot, there. Also, American, Midwestern, Canadian, Midwestern oh, summer of Cedar Point. love of music, of theme park, of convention. Oh, yeah, and Gen Con. And we will see you there. 
I've been trying to wrap up this show for five minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, it's the glue vine. I'm happy. I'm so stoked. Yes. See, I get excited talking about yeah. what's coming up because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's great right now. I'm enjoying it, but I'm part of why I'm enjoying it is because I'm planning all this other stuff we're going to do. Totally. So, yes. Mm-hmm. As Clay said, come find us. You can find us online at letters from the road pod at gmail.com. You can find us on the socials at letters from the road pod. You can also find our substack letters from the road pod.com. You can become a pen pal there if you'd like. And that's kind of the scoop. Yeah, we'd love to have you. Um, thanks as always to all of Next our pen week pals. Next week is book club friends. Oh my gosh. Get ready. Yeah. We've got so much to talk about. When you're hearing this, like you've got about a few hours to get us. Yeah. If, you, if you're listening to if this you listen Sunday morning. On Sunday morning, you still have about 12 hours to yeah. get us some recommendations. But like we'll be recording the, mm-hmm. like, the night that this comes out, we'll be recording the book club episode. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've got quite a few recommendations yeah. from listeners. Yeah. So we've got a lot to talk about. And some stuff of our own. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Very excited. So we'll uh, we'll see you then, and right. uh, until then we'll see you down the road. Bye.